My name is Harold Cunningham, and I'm housed at D.C. Correctional Jail. My D.C. number is 233-634. I'm back after 30 years, hoping to have a new trial and hopefully be released within this year. I would like to speak on the illegal uses of the restraint chair, especially those who suffer from mental illness that are being mostly placed in these restraint chairs. And I have been placed in a restraint chair a number of times throughout my years of incarceration. And the way the restraint chair is designed is, is a big, huge plastic chair that moves on wheels. The restraint chair within itself got its own uh, for straps and restraints, which is the only straps that you're supposed to be under while you're in the restraint chair. But this is how they're illegally doing it now. They placing you in high, I mean, they, they placing you in three-point restraints, meaning belly chain around your waist, handcuffs around your wrist, and the belly chain is tightened so tight you can barely breathe. The handcuffs around your wrist is already going to be cutting within your uh, wrist, how tight it be on. So once they put you in a chair, and the way the chair is designed, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard to describe, but it's, 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 it's sit, once you sit in it, you, you, you basically sinks down into it. So the more pressure you're going to have of the, the uh, belly chain, and then not only that, once they put the belly chain on and the restraint, they put in the, um, the straps that the um, restraint chair has on it, which a strap goes around the, the uh, belly chain, which is compression, the, uh, the, uh, the restraints even more to tighten for the um, tighten around your waist as well as tightening um, the handcuffs around your um, um, wrist and then you got the, the, um, the shackles around your legs and they strap to the, uh, the uh, restraint chair as well and this is how they used to do me they put you in a restraint chair. First of all, especially if someone who suffers from mental illness, which I did and be seeing psychology and everything like that, before they can put you in there, they're supposed to have permission from the psychologist. And it's supposed to be for a reason that you were so disruptive, either you was a harm to yourself or you was a harm to other, or it was in an incident. But before they even put you in there, they're supposed to uh, uh, see if it's all right with the psychologist to put you in there. Is you calm now? Or, or, or whatever they do none of that and so I used to be placed in there once they put you in there they put you in an isolation cell which a plastic class over that then they they they, they have you facing a blower with cold air blowing up this is nothing but torture cold air blowing out on your face this is so you won't go to sleep this is so you will face all the pain and have to endure all the pain for the hours that they put you in there. Now, they supposed to do strength checks every two hours with a nurse coming to check and see if they're too tight or, or if they can put their finger through it, which no nurses come. They don't put to see if they can put their fingers through the handcuff to see if they're too tight or around the shackles as well. So I used to be in there, which the, the Supreme Court case said you could use the maximum of time supposed to be nine hours. I used to be in there no less than 72 hours each time. Cruciating pain. I don't know how I survived each time, the number of times I've been. It only been through the will of God. And I guess for me, of being shackled down 
so many times of when I was in solitary confinement for 17 and a half years when I was in ADX, um, the times that I was used to be shackled to the bed, shackled to concrete, all this type of stuff I've been through and it's well documented from my case how I finally got out of ADX. If you see Harold Cunningham versus the Federal Bureau of Prisons. So once again, I want to thank Prison Radio for giving me this opportunity. And I, I look forward to I got many of poems I would like to read and I got a book that I just finished completing the manuscript and looking to get it published. It's called Scars Deeper Than the Eyes Can See. So I look for y'all support and y'all got my support as I continue to fight for those who suffer from mental illness and those who suffer in prison, even if they don't suffer from mental illness. These commentaries are recorded by Prison Radio.